Black joy is radical. Black joy is the pigment of a rainbow. Black joy is the lines on our palms that trace us to our homeland, our overcoming, our unique DNA. Today, you will hear a story that will birth a smile in the crevices of your soul. Today, we're reclaiming the narrative. The Chronicles of Black Joy podcast invites an array of black artists, established and emerging, to share not only their personal thoughts, but a story rooted in black joy. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Chronicles of Black Joy podcast. Um, really, really, really excited to have you guys listening again to our monthly um, episodes. This episode is a really, really special episode. Every episode is a really special episode. Let me, why am I capping? Every episode is a special episode, but I am incredibly excited to be having this interview with the one and only Bradford's finest. I'm just going to call you Bradford's <laughs> finest, Masumba. Masumba, introduce yourself. Tell the people um, who you are, what you do. Because honestly, I'd done that last time and I was just talking too much to introduce the other artists. I was like, let me just let the artists do it themselves. Um, but yeah, Masumba, say hi. Hello, 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 everyone. Um, I'm Masumba. I'm a freshly 18-year-old college student that produces, that writes, that engineers for God, basically. I tell my story through my music. And um, yeah, that's my life. Yeah, listen, she's so humble with it. It's like, I sound like you're... <laughs> and it's good I mean you know we got to be humble you know spirit of humility yeah. and everything but you're honestly oh, like yeah. you wouldn't think you had just this much imagination and creativity just in mm. um but you do and I'm really really grateful for you to be here Masumba was actually is wasn't doing really well isn't still really doing that great and she's actually <laughs> willing to do this conversation so I'm just really thankful that yeah. you're, you're here um no, I appreciate that yeah let me kick off with the first question which is a really like like light-hearted question surrounding um joy if joy was a location, external or internal, real or not real, what would it be? <laughs> oh my days! <laughs> oh my days! Now this is this is a very very deep deep question. Yeah, it's quite. You said so lighthearted as well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was lighthearted. I thought it was. You gonna, know. This is gonna turn very um, deep. <laughs> feel yeah, theological. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Um, if it was a location for me, I think it would have to be in God's presence, first and foremost. I think me being in God's presence means I'm content. Mm. So regarding whatever situation I'm in, how my mental health might be, how anything surrounding, you know, my traumas or mm. like how bad anything is I'm very content in where I am doesn't necessarily mean that everything is good it just means I'm present in God's presence and that I'm joyful because of that because I have someone I can go to I, I you know I don't know if I answered that right yeah that, yeah. that's what it would be that's so lovely and there's there's definitely no right answer but I love I love that answer and I can definitely relate to it as a as another fellow Christian about God's presence yeah. like no matter where and it's a it's a thing that is no matter where you are right it's, there's no specific yeah. location you have to be in um I mean I prefer like my room by myself isolated but there's no specific yeah I was gonna I was gonna say something like that but I thought <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah another like place that. would be would be my bedroom but I think mm there isn't always joy within 
that because it can be quite toxic you forget to go outside mm. or you forget to actually like self-care and mm. look after yourself you just say you know yeah I love creating in my room like because everything that I do is in my room, in your room yeah. but I need to also apply myself to other things um as well as that so so yeah yeah would you say you're someone that um, is like a, an adventurer in a sense? Like, do you go out to different places or do you like yeah, going? Yeah, yeah. You, you do? Yeah. So I like I like being by myself a lot. So I just tend to, I like getting lost, even though like I can't really get lost in a place like Bradford. <laughs> Honestly, it's so small. Like, trust <laughs> me, you cannot get lost in Bradford. But um, before I would say I was a lot more adventurous. I think now again just this like toxic habit of just always just being in my room or just always working unnecessary hours seeing it as I'm just creating but I've spent most of the day up until the morning on this project it's like it's very unhealthy so Mm. I have to learn to to get myself out there and um but I'd say tomorrow I'm going going to Manchester and I'm going there for the rest of the week just because like I have some work to do but I just feel like it as well so it's just like that's yeah, so, like and I just need to like detox sometimes and yeah just breathe <laughs> mm, I hear you on that one and it can be so yeah. and sometimes we unintentionally do it as human beings just like especially I don't know if you're if you would consider yourself more introverted or maybe an ambivert yeah, or mixture yeah. of both but I'm definitely more introverted and I just like yeah, my own space and um sometimes I don't know that I'm being I'm isolating myself to my own detriment um, yeah. And I'm like, why am I so emotional, God? Why am I so <laughs> just like, well, you haven't been out until today, sure. <laughs> literally, like, literally, no, because I'm somewhat the same. I'm like, my aunt was telling me the other day, literally, like two days ago, she was like, I feel like you're just a fake extrovert because I'm very, <laughs> because I am very introverted, mm-hmm. but I'll find myself also adjusting myself to other people's like levels as well so when Mm. if I'm in a place that's very like like hype I feel subconsciously like I have to condition myself to that even though I I might not feel comfortable doing that yeah I have to do that it's kind of like people pleasing so I'm more of a ambivert like I'm in the middle but I swear more introverted Mm. yeah I love my own company like if anything but it can be quite toxic at the same time Mm. but yeah I, I would say I do have social skills in that area though like I can still find myself like being able to conversate with people Mm. I feel like I've met introverted people in the past that have no social skills whatsoever Mm. and like yeah it can clash but yeah us fake extroverts we're just we're just trying out here we're just trying out here we're just trying trying out here (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so what's the first thing you think of when I say black joy and why like or even when I sent you that email like what came to mind in terms of ideas mm. it's deep yeah it's deep mm. I felt yeah I felt for a long time I had to like actually brainstorm and a lot of the things that I wrote upon was somewhat of my upbringing and seeing how like a lot of stuff that I'd like experienced in that time has really shifted so even things like the estate that I used to live on um there was like mixed race kids that would be racist and like abusive like towards me and my family um it was almost like they were denying a part of themselves but now we look at how society shifted and you know 
we could talk about colorism and etc etc but mixture is for uh, people that want to celebrate their blackness now in every scenario and say you know they don't want to deny a part of themselves etc even with as I mentioned it in the song like how we have quickly become the blueprint of what beauty is and what joy is even the way we dance the way we find our rhythm our music mm-hmm. you know in everything that we do and we don't get no credit or it's just taken from us just mm-hmm. like how everything else has been taken from us that's like yeah yeah it's I think black joy is something that needs to be celebrated within our souls I feel like we look for every opportunity just to complain about everything Mm. and I know we act as if there's no like psychological reasoning for that but I don't know like I feel I heard something the other day it's like if I someone was like if I asked you to stop complaining how silent would you be and I wonder how silent the black community would be if they were asked to stop complaining Mm. you know and what would it be like if it was the other way around Mm. how much would we that would we have to say about ourselves so so yeah it's it's deep it's deep it is deep yeah Yeah. because on 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 one hand it's like it's like we we sort of have that justification and reason to be complaining because of the struggle and that that doesn't obviously nullify what we've been through but then on the other hand it's like where are we just going to remain stagnant are we going to keep it Mm. and keeping it moving and progressing and being joyful doesn't mean you're completely like ignoring what like there's the whole suffering element but it means that you are choosing joy even in the midst of that yes you know yeah that's really yeah, deep 100 really deep. very deep yeah very deep. gosh i thought turn into a sermon i know <laughs> y'all better get your, your nail books out <laughs> your nail books and your bibles <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no I, I definitely so is that one of the i don't know like what, what does your brainstorm process look like in terms of what you've yeah. about looking at black joy and looking at the whole element of, of our struggle as well and 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 mm. yeah, moving past that and moving forward yeah it was like I don't know it was kind of like a juxtaposition so like I'd I'd seen how my parents were very resilient to like start this behavior so even with me growing up it resulted in me becoming like very violent and you know getting in unnecessary trouble Mm. whether it was with the police or whether it was with you know um just people whatnot but I also seen joy in that because like, I learned to defend myself and I learned mm. there was there was grace even from my parents that it, it didn't result in them like shouting at me or anything they just showed me grace and they understood so they were also resilient in stopping that um so I kind of tried to juxtapose but not necessarily justify my actions because mm. I made it very clear that like you know I'm a changed person that like I've turned to God and you know God is save me but I wanted to make that clear also for the people listening or the ones that might have you know sons or daughters that are acting out in a certain way that doesn't have to result in um yeah them being becoming another stereotype or yeah so that was my thought process mm. yeah it was quite hard to like it's quite hard to talk about without having to sound very like generic like I didn't want to say it just like say it I wanted to say it in a poetic and like artistic form so even in how there is the piano at the start so I would my dad would sit me down from like the ages of five 
and just make me play whatever I wanted to play, even though I couldn't play. So I was seeing that as I was just starting to explore around the piano. And then um, there was other things like how it's just shifting into other genres. So mm. like I just tried to to emulate all sorts of my upbringing and um, the stuff that I experienced in a, in a very musical and poetic way. So, yeah. Mm, which you definitely mm. did. And that actually moves me like... Um, moves me to the actual piece itself which is why I know half of y'all are here like stop talking let's just listen to it okay (laughs) yeah um so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you how I felt in my own words about about the piece so (laughs) the tone and feel of this piece is is starkly different to some of our previous outputs in the best way possible um there is no immediate sense of joy in a traditional sense but what's hidden in between the lines and the lyricism is a message that encapsulates the very essence of joy the idea of fullness and completion and salvation in this case salvation in god um this story is both a love letter to self and a love letter to our wider community um, and to god from the the melodic piano solo that introduces the piece to Musumba's beautiful soulful voice, weaving us through the, the sort of gentle R&B infused soundscapes combined with poetry and commentary on the magnitude of black joy. Um, I, I started this piece reflecting in meditation and I ended like bopping my head in tandem with like the Afro-Caribbean like inspired <laughs> yeah. beats. Um, but there's no need for you to hear me hype up this story till we're blue in the face. I'm just going to let you guys listen to it. So, Masumba, please introduce your, your piece, your story. Cool. So, yeah, this piece is called Talia. It's a piece meaning Bisto in Swahili, exploring the shifts in how we have been structured to view ourselves. A very simple story piece that shadows the theme of being still throughout chaos and celebrating our joys within and around us as Black people, featuring two very important figures in my life, my mother and my dear friend, Ethan Asante. Yeah, I hope you enjoy and yeah.
are now me you know how much i love you you know how much i care about you you know how much i'm proud of you for everything you have done so far in your life you started early but look how far you are and i know you're a child of god i love you so much naomi nakupenda sana mtoto wangu naomi nalinga kayo mingi bebe something that to a lot of us it feels like we're born with which brings us to music music something that we all grew up on from old school reggae revival soul bashment I was told my mouth I had to watch it And I tell us my teacher they never even clocked it And I'm on my knee, I keep it honest We don't cap in the way we rock up on it Yeah, one, two, three, can you shackle with me? Grateful to God he kept on my G's I could have lost it, I'd be praying for peace I can still have a smile on me Sometimes you have to let go Oh no, oh no, oh no. 
wanna act like this 15 inch And he means for survival And you used to walk with the tools for now You're walking with your Bible And it was hard to love my enemies Cause that means that I gotta love my rivals Contemplated on myself many times Before I was suicidal And my mom always prayed for me God knew she knew when things got bad I never was a tag along, it was always right out, thank God for my dad I've got hope, I got joy in me, but I can never put my faith in the street Grateful my white teeth come clean, I'm grateful my white teeth come clean Ooh, Sometimes you have to let go Ooh, oh no, oh no, only John knows So yeah, you would have just heard Musamba's wonderful Talia. Um, and yeah, we I literally realized that we weren't recording our, our conversation regarding the piece. But yeah, Musamba, if you could just like repeat what you were saying or just yeah, you tell us your thoughts about how you find it listening to, to that piece and maybe yeah. the sort of process and in, in full transparency, because I feel like for, for artists it's different. For a lot of the artists we've had, it's been like joyful and great, but that's not always what it looks like um for artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. I think that that is what I was trying to t- trying to point out. I feel like with my music, I'm always trying to emulate my emotions, always trying to emulate something that's significant to me, something that's fruitful to me, like something that I can look back on and be like, like, yeah, like I, I remember it because I've always found that it's a lot more easier for me to communicate through being artistic whether it was me like drawing or me writing a poem or doodling during lesson when I shouldn't be or just always yeah always being that kid that was just trying to do everything that they shouldn't be doing so just trying to break the rules basically so that that was my point and you know obviously listening back it was it was touching like I haven't played it to anyone else other than like obviously you've heard it and my team's heard it but even when they heard it I sent it on the day because like I just I don't know I didn't want to I didn't want to receive that like pressure of like I feel like you should do this and I feel like you should do that not because I didn't want to hear it but because I wanted them to like just understand firsthand without no context and just see what they would receive from it like in its raw form so I didn't even put the title there I just put L-U-R-S-Master but I sent it on WhatsApp I didn't even send it by email 
because they, so they just seen the audio she said i didn't even open. send an email i sent it on whatsapp <laughs> you gonna take this raw form <laughs> <laughs> literally so obviously um yeah they enjoyed it and you know again exactly what i wanted out out of it it took them through different emotions and just um different stories and different senses in life so um i'm happy to have achieved that um within this piece and obviously i feel that within myself as well when i listen back to it now it's um it's something i can really resonate with and yeah it does touch me so so yeah yeah and i'm 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 sure it would touch others it touched me um and yeah again i say this all the time in the podcast but what excites me the most is that people from different walks of life different locations different yes seasons that they're going through are going to listen to this and they were all going to get different things from it um and that's the most exciting thing to me how your music can transcend like that and it definitely will transcend um like even just out of context I was listening to like um your song drifting and it it reminded me it it took me back to like college days and took me back to like yeah when I was just like I'm not, I'm like, I'm 22 now, so I'm not old. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still navigating still, life. Still, still, still getting S, small, small. And, um, but it just took me, you know, it just has that nostalgic feel. Um, Very nostalgic. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's amazing that music can do that. And I know this mm. this piece um, will do so. Like, it will, it will transcend and touch people from different walks of life. Bradford, London, yeah. beyond, you know. Um, yeah. I feel like you sort of answered this, but even in 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 a few words, if you like, um, why did you choose this particular story to celebrate Black Joy? Why did you use that as a form of celebration? Because you you talk about some pretty like intense things, and people might be like, "What? Yeah. Why is that Black Joy to you?" So yeah, yeah, I feel I feel like again, it shows it shows grace in every sense. It shows um shows God's grace towards me towards my family towards us like we're still here it shows my parents grace towards me like yeah I wasn't I wasn't the best kid like I just I don't know and I feel like I had to to really like shadow that within this piece and yeah also give the people that are listening or people that are experiencing the same thing that same amount of grace that like I would have wanted to receive so I, I don't know like it's it's something that yeah just really shadows um really shadows my upbringing and again like it's weird because with my music it often does bring conversation and you know like I said I'm not the best person to like always be open or always be yeah transcendent in what I do but with my music now, it does it does allow that to it does allow that to happen. It does allow that conversation to happen and for people to relate. And that's what means the most as well because you start seeing that you're actually not alone in this and that there's many other, you know, black people that are trying to navigate their traumas and whatnot. There's actually joy within that. There's actually there's actually praise that we can give. Um within our heartache so so yeah 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 that's good thank you so much for yeah answering so like transparently as well um we're gonna end it with uh i normally end the pod with a 
quote um and then yeah asking the artist to speak to sort of their younger self um in that so i found this mm. quote, i think it's like an african proverb or sort of traditional quote um and it says mm. if the full moon loves you why worry about the stars and um in that spirit and in that sort of um in, in, mm. in relation to that quote what would you say to your younger self if the full moon loves mm. you why worry about the stars yeah see i think there's <laughs> so deep like oh well it's only it's only the afternoon and <laughs> like it's intense like yeah. so Magira, the uh, last artist was like this is a therapy session like what's going on this <laughs> is honestly on? i feel like i'm in a counseling session right now <laughs> but um no nah, it's good it's really good um yeah i think there's a lot i would tell my younger self i feel like I tried to grow up like I tried to grow up too quick I feel like I feel like I was kind of forced to grow up as well like and then now it's kind of like I'm trying to navigate my childhood and revisit that and revisit my past traumas and actually acknowledge that hurt people hurt people and it isn't it isn't by mistake that I went through the things that I went through, but it simply brought me to the place that I am at today. Like the woman I'm going to be, the person I am in Christ, like God is slowly, slowly shaping me to be that person so that I can look back and look towards other kids just like me and tell them again, hurt people, hurt people. And I had to learn that the hard way. It's still struggle with me today to try actually like get over the like get over my past and you know I do avoid it in many senses um but there comes a time when you do actually have to acknowledge like okay like yeah I need help in this area and I cannot just keep fighting this battle on my like by myself and I feel like the child self in me was very much like that like I didn't want to listen I didn't want to I just didn't want to face no consequences I was just acting out for no reason and again I just wanted to grow up very quickly and yeah 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 that's deep yeah and actually I would change that quote because we've been talking about obviously as Christian talking about God like if God loves you why worry about the stars why worry about like the things like Mm. all these things of this world and um even like yeah moving like it's almost like you were saying like you'd have to sort of go back to move forward and even though there's like a there's a struggle in that in in going back to move forward but it's gonna help it is gonna help your future so and your present self as well not just like these two distinct self like past and future but also Masumba today who just wants to be better and do better um that's it yeah I think that's that's been such a such a leap like such a like there's been such a big shift within the past, like, you know, me doing music or even, yeah, the music is a big factor of it because like, it's what my music is shaped around, like this somewhat message. It's not even necessarily, like I, I point people, you know, to God simply because that's what I know now. And, but it's not, not what I knew then. So it's like slowly and slowly, a lot more stuff is like obviously saying to myself and I feel like God is speaking to me 
speaking through me but I'm also ministering to myself so I'm understanding myself a lot more and it's really becoming a therapy to me where I feel like like I said yeah I'm understanding myself more and I want the people around me to understand me as well and not just ask questions of oh like why is she so defensive or oh why does she doesn't she talk much or you know oh why does she talk too much you know it's like yeah those questions where there is a lot more answers within like the music that I make and the lyrics that I write so yeah so yeah wow what a beautiful way to like end the whole the whole conversation I don't want to end it because it's really it's actually really lovely and nice and calm and talking to you and obviously listen to your wonderful story um but yeah thank you so much so much for taking time out I'm just like I'm praying over you and I'm praying grace more grace to you and that God would expand your capacity even in this sort of calling he's put you in in your studies but also beyond with your music and the gifting that you have to tell stories and producing and engineering